Welcome to Grounded Toward Growth, conversations about growing your business, organization, and self. Hey, Rick, how are you? Hey, Gracie, how are you? Good to see you again. Great, likewise. Awesome. So today, Rick, I have a question for you. Okay. What advice would you give to a CEO or business leader who is struggling to lead a specific employee? Uh, Yeah, well, that, you know, Gracie, during my one-to-one conversations with my members, these kinds of things come up very frequently. What we usually uncover are two questions. One is, what is the specific knowledge or skill or experience level that that employee has for the job or task at hand? And the second question I like to ask is, you know, how confident are they in being able to do the work? How committed are they to do the work? How motivated are they to do the work? And so these are two critical questions, their ability, their capability, and their motivations. And so I've got a model that that really is based on called situation leadership. I'd like to talk to you about it. Great. Situation leadership really was um, uh, rolled out in 1969 by Paul Hershey and Ken Blanchard. Uh, their book was Management of Organization Behavior. I had the good fortune of meeting Ken uh, when I was working for a paper company, Champion International, back in the 80s. And at Champion, we used situation leadership throughout the company. Um, all management, all leaders, from first-line supervisors to the CEO, uh, went through regular situation leadership training. And it was about those two fundamental questions. What are the capabilities, skills, knowledge, and experience? And what are the motivations or engagement for a person relative to their job or relative to a task? And and so the first step is determining um, their readiness level around those two questions. And so I like to first identify what's called the readiness levels, one, two, and three, and four. Readiness level one is someone who has fairly low capability, but is, is relatively motivated. So think of a new employee or someone right out of college that you bring into your company. Not very capable, not very experienced, but really quite motivated. Over time, as that person is learning the job and perhaps struggling with the job because of their capability, they move to readiness level two. And that's where someone has still relatively low capability but their motivation is also uh, waning. Over time, a person will migrate over to readiness level three, and that's when their skills, knowledge, and experience is greater, so they understand how to do, do the job, but for whatever reason, they're still not motivated to do the job. That would be considered readiness level three. And then readiness level four is someone who is highly motivated and highly capable, and that's called readiness level four. So as we look at each of these readiness levels, it takes us to a second graph. And so you can see here, um, someone in readiness level one means that as a leader, you need to provide situation leadership style one. 
And that's a more directive or telling style of leadership. Again, the individual has fairly low capability, but fairly high motivation. So it's really explaining how to do the job, you know, a young intern or a new hire. So that's S1. S2 is situation leadership style two for the leader means that they need to be both directive and supportive in terms of their relationship behaviors towards that person. So um, Hershey and Blanchard call this the selling box. And that's where you're trying to motivate someone, help explain to someone not only what to do, but why to do it. Over time, as someone becomes more capable, but for whatever reason, they lack the motivation or engagement to do the job or to do a specific task, the leader's role is considered S3. And S3 is where you're, you're, you're really emphasizing the supportive side of things, building a relationship, trying to understand why someone isn't engaged in the job or isn't engaged to do the task. So that's that's where you want to involve them and engage them. So Hershey and Blanchard call this the participating box. And then the final stage, the final style of leadership is, is S4, Situation Leadership 4. And this is where you have a highly motivated person, a highly capable person. And so the style of leadership needs to be get out of the way and, um, and to delegate to that individual uh, the specific task and let them do their let them do their thing let them do do their job now what I have found Gracie is we oftentimes as leaders have a preferred style and most folks especially CEOs they want to lead using s4 so they want everybody around them to be um, highly motivated and highly capable which means they need to have very low directive behavior and, frankly, very low relationship behavior because you got great folks who can go off and, and do the job. That's what we'd all like to have. But that's not the reality. And there are times when people, um, their readiness level goes from R4 back to R3. For whatever reason, they're not engaged in the job or they really don't want to do that specific task. So as a leader, you need to go with that person and migrate from a situation four, an S4 style of leadership, back to an S3 style of leadership and, and try to get underneath it and get engaged. And then sometimes technology changes. The um, business model changes. And so what has been a longstanding capable employee all of a sudden has to learn new tasks, new skills, and new behaviors and so you may have someone who for 10 or 15 years has been a, a, a very effective uh, S4 in terms of how you're leading them, and yet you're finding themself, your, yourself back in S2 because you're needing to bring an, a longstanding employee along around a new, a new skill, a new task, or a new way of going about doing your business. So this is not a static model. Um, as a leader, it doesn't start with you. It starts with the employee. Where are they relative to their capability and their motivation to do the job or do the task? 
and then to respond accordingly and go go to where the person is. So Rick, do you have a specific example of when you or one of your CEOs had to use this and reevaluate their leadership style? Yes, a uh, great question, Gracie. As a matter of fact, I do. I was meeting with one of my CEOs just this week, and uh, he is the CEO of a about a $35 million manufacturing company. And part of what they're wrestling with is the need to move from really old school, handwritten uh, project management kinds of processes to computerized processes. Sure. So as they're growing and scaling, the projects are getting bigger, they're getting more complex, and there's a lot more of them. And so the old paper-based mm. um, multiple copy forms that they've been using for decades just just isn't isn't cutting it anymore. And so they're have they're looking at and in the process of purchasing a um, a software system that will manage their projects in a much more efficient and effective way, especially as they get more complex. And the superintendent, uh, the manager of the shop, uh, has been there for almost 40 years now. And it's a very difficult shift for this person. And, um, and so they've gone from a, um, an R4 all the way back to an R2, where their capabilities are now much lower their motivation to try and implement a software system is almost non-existent. And so the CEO is really struggling with, do I move, try to move this person along in terms of their capability and motivation for a new way of doing project management work? Or do we need to find another, another opportunity for this person and bring someone else in who has both the capability and motivation to implement these kind of new new systems, and as technology comes into the play workplace, we see this all the time, where people who are S you are leading as an S four, now you find yourself leading as an S three or S two. So, thanks for asking. Good, great question. Yeah, I hope it works out for your CEO and then yes, they, well, it, 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 will, it will need to absolutely. I'm glad they have you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs>